Today's scripture is Luke 13, verses 31 through 35. At that very hour, some Pharisees came and said to him, Get away from here, for Herod wants to kill you. He said to them, Go and tell that fox for me. Listen, I am casting out demons and performing cures today, tomorrow, and on the third day I finish my work. Yet today, tomorrow, and the next day I must be on my way, because it is impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. Jerusalem, Jerusalem, that city that kills the prophets and those stones and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and yet you are not willing. See your houses, see your houses left to you, and I will tell you, you will not see me until that time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. May this reading be inspired for the sermon today. Thank you. So if you were in Israel, on the western slope of Mount of Olives in Jerusalem, just across the Kidron Valley from that city, sits a small chapel called the Dominus Flevit, which translates, the Lord wept. And this chapel sits on the site that tradition suggests is where this uh, scripture took place in Jerusalem. Inside the chapel, the altar is centered before a high-arched window that looks out over the city. And it's not a stained glass window, it has ironwork in it, and it's basically clear. But on a clear day, the Dome of the Rock is in the bottom left corner, and the Church of the Holy Sepulcher is right in the middle. And two-thirds of the view is the cloudless sky above the city, which the grillwork turns into a quilt of beautiful blue squares. And the effect is that of being stained glass, even though you're looking out over the, over the city for which Jesus wept. Down below on the front of the altar is a picture of what never happened in that city. Barbara Taylor in Christian Century said this, described it this way, it is a mosaic medallion of a white hen with a golden halo around her head. Her red comb resembles a crown and her wings are spread wide to shelter the pale yellow chicks that crowd around her feet. There are seven of them with black dots for eyes and orange dots for beaks. They look happy to be there. And the hen looks ready to spit fire if anyone comes near her babies. This, however, never happened, and the picture does not pretend that it did. The medallion is rimmed with red words in Latin that translate into English that read, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the city that kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, and you were not willing. The last phrase is set outside of that circle, but you were not willing. I'm fascinated by this image of Jesus as a chicken. 
uh, gathering her hen, her little chicks to her. Jesus sees himself as the mother just gathering those chicks together with her wings and doing everything she can to keep them from harm. One thing is, that what I love about this is one of the few images we get of uh, the divine Christ imaged as a mother, as a, as a nurturing female figure, which I think is kind of nice to have that offset with all the father business. Uh, but, you know, this isn't certainly the image we would necessarily want Jesus to assume. You know, a chicken and some chicks gathering around together. You know, we like lions, right? Lions, they get big majestic creatures. They have big hair and claws and they roar, right? When C.S. Lewis wrote his, or not C.S. Lewis, who wrote Narnia? Yeah, that was C.S. Lewis, sorry. <laughs> when C.S. Lewis wrote his Narnia series, pictured Jesus as a lion. That's what we like, something like that. Uh, this was the image Herod liked for himself. But in our scripture today, Jesus calls it like it is and renders him a fox. I mean, if Jesus had to be a bird, you know, how about an eagle? Right? There are a few things more impressive than an eagle. Regal, brooding, ever vigilant, right? Precise, you know, majestic as he soars around. We really like this idea of an eagle, especially like Jesus wielding a sword or having, you know, claws or something like that. Uh, you know, maybe a mighty warrior ready to vanquish, ready to exact justice, ready to protect against the enemy with the right weapons to do it. But a chicken? Not really the image we want from our Savior, is it? Doesn't really inspire the kind of confidence we would like to have in our Christ. And yet, there it is. Wings outstretched to provide safety for the chicks. And yet, if they do not come into His arms, if the chicks do not come, in spite of the quack, 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 I guess that was a duck, wasn't it? <laughs> there is little that can be done. And here, Jesus recognizes that reality and laments. But her wings remain open. The thing about this posture is that it invites the chicks, but it's also the most vulnerable for the hen. There is no protection for the mother hen who cries out for her chicks. And to be honest, the only protection she has to offer the chicks is to put herself in harm's way and to protect them that way. Well, Jesus understood the message that the vision was one that would take many lifetimes to achieve. He understood that it would take a living it would take living a sacrificial life and dying a sacrificial death was the only way to confound the world and offer new paths. Like the prophets before him and the prophets who came after, he held back nothing to herald in the kingdom of God. The circle and the pool of red underneath the chick's feet reads, you were not willing, 
You were not willing. This is Jesus' lament that they were not willing. And Christ weeps for the holy city that He came to save. He came to show you grace, Jerusalem, but you were not willing. He came to show you freedom, but you were not willing. He came to bring reconciliation, but you were not willing. And even now, after performing many healings and many miracles, and sharing so many wonderful words of life, all anyone can talk about is that he did it on the Sabbath and that the king wants him dead. What's a guy got to do to get some positive publicity these days? This is a rare and very human glimpse of Jesus who is expressing deep frustration at the reality, as this, as this reality sinks in. That his mission was going to realize the worst case scenario. And it seems that at that moment it became clear to Jesus that he would not live to see the fruits of his labor. That his message would cost him his life. And only after that sacrifice will the world begin to understand the extent of God's compassion. This is what makes this image of the hen so appropriate, even if it's not what we would offer up for an image of Jesus. It's very appropriate, putting himself in harm's way to protect the world he loves. It is this kind of love, it is this kind of sacrifice, this kind of outpouring that we are called to have for our world that we live in. And our calling will never be achieved if we are lions, and it will never be achieved if we are eagles, or if we are warriors. We've tried that. It will never be achieved with a sword. We tried that. Our calling will only happen with outstretched arms and the love that is best described as a hen loving its chicks. Our calling will only happen if we, along with Christ, long to gather the children of God to her. And so this becomes our lament. You and I are called to weep along with Christ for our city, for our culture, for our world, and long for her to be gathered into the arms of a loving God. I want to share with you, I, I experienced one, land, one man's lament over our wonderful state a few days ago. Many of you know that we've been standing with many other faith communities advocating for a hate crime bill that's in our legislation. And this last Friday, Senator Steve Urquhart, who proposed the bill, was lamenting. I, I won't get into the politics of it. What I just want to observe is that 
This man was lamenting that his own faith community was not willing. He was weeping over Utah as he longed to protect her citizens as a mother hen protects her chin, chicks. But they were not willing. And I could sense this poor man's, this earnest man's pain as he lamented that he would not be able to accomplish this. This was at a press conference that I happened to be standing. I was clerical eye candy behind him. <laughs> but I watched him lament and I could just, I could feel the pain he was going through as he, as his heart broke because this bill got stopped cold from his own faith community. I felt for him. I could sense him. And I guess I want to ask this morning, what do you lament over? What causes your heart to break? For what part of our city are you longing? For what part of our state, our country, do you weep? What part of our culture, or our society, or our world do you wish you could see God's light shining? It is inevitable as we look at the world through the lens of Christ, it is inevitable that our hearts break. Because Jesus' heart breaks for the world that he loves so deeply. So this morning, I want to invite you to reflect on where is your heart breaking as you look around the world. What is your lament? What do you cry out for? What causes you to weep in the world around you? What part of your society or culture or city or world would you like to gather in? We've been over Lent, or well, since last week, and over Lent we're, we're writing our prayers down, and I want you to write down this lament you have today, or make a symbol or a picture or something, whatever you want to do. No one's going to see it, it's just for you and God. And then we are rolling it up and bringing it to our own uh, prayer wall, our own wailing wall in Jerusalem, where the ancient city was. The only thing that remains of the Temple Mound is the uh, ancient wall, the western side of the wall, which they call the Wailing Wall, because uh, our Jewish brothers and sisters in Jerusalem go there and they lament the loss of their city. We're invited to lament today over the loss and to weep for the city that God loves and through Christ we love as well.